All right, welcome back to Creators in Saigon. I'm very happy to have you on this episode because this is the first episode that we do live physical again. Yay! Yay. Yes, yes, yes. So this is Tuacy and today I am with Nicola. Hello. And I'm also with Moni that we'll introduce Hello. very soon. Uh, this episode is going to be a little bit of a team episode and a transition episode to tell you guys about what we're doing right now, what are the changes that are coming up. But first, the big change that we should talk about is the end of Vietnam's confinement. Yeah. So we're free for, it's been two weeks now almost. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we had how many days? 75 days where we couldn't go out of our place. Oh, you counted all. I you, yeah, I counted four months. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it started on 18th of July. So we're about 70-something day. Mm. Oh, my um, God. So I guess it's a good topic to start. And then mm. <laughs> I'll reintroduce the episode. But like, how did you live your confinement? For me, it was pretty good, actually. At the beginning, it was difficult to understand. Like, I cannot meet people anymore. But at the same time, I wanted to build, you know, an online community. I wanted to work mm -hmm. online. And so that kind of forced myself to actually do it yeah. and not just, you know, start to reorganize some events physically so um, instead of that i started to actually think of okay it has to start online if i can make it online i can definitely once everything reopen to have physical events again and mm. do really good stuff um with actually a bigger community because people will be happy to meet and happy to, yeah. to actually you know physically meet and yeah. so um, if we talk about personal reason it's more difficult because i'm forgetting that every day we take our bikes we go <laughs> to, to yeah. this it's so easy to you know you want something it's so easy to get but then like once everything is closed like you you really start to be like oh but wait this i have to cook it if i want mm -hmm. to eat that or yeah. if i like we used to go freely to the cinema or to even to some health appointments or things like yeah. that yeah. and we have to rethink about it be like is it really necessary you know like am i putting the community in danger by yeah. you know yeah. having these needs and and those things mm -hmm. so but slowly i adapted quite well yeah. and it was quite hard at the end to actually be like oh i've adapted to it <laughs> so well you know i'm so happy to be at home every yeah. day now yeah. that when it's reopening it's really hard actually to you know it's i have like, like anxiety a little bit yeah. yeah how do you feel about it moni yeah i mean for me this was the second round of lockdown i had him so far so yeah. i was in amsterdam when the first lockdown hit basically in 2020 april oh. Oh. so i experienced all of that but i never experienced this kind of strict lockdown mm. where you cannot leave the house mm. where you cannot even go to the park or yeah. do your own groceries to walk outside mm -hmm. so for me it was another round of adaptation um yeah. first i was also a bit mentally shaky <laughs> i yeah. think many people can relate to that mm -hmm. kind of like really adapting to cooking every day <laughs> yeah, cooking, <laughs> cooking and, 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 and then the groceries are empty. Yeah, thinking ahead what to cook mm -hmm. for a week. Yeah. It was it was so tiring, that part. Mm -hmm. But then luckily I, I knew how to do this from experience. So I also had my routine, having my own projects and keep working on it. Trying to stay connect with my friends online that really helped me. And even though I'm really new to Saigon, mm. I still met really nice people before the lockdown. So, and I also kept in contact mm. with my friends back in Europe. And they also used to this kind of lockdown right. situation. So they completely 
can support me mentally. So you you arrived in Vietnam in November last year, right? Yeah. And so what made you be like, okay, I'm going to face this lockdown. I'm going to stay, even though it's really hard and I could come back or leave the country, right? I mean, I was really lucky to be able to come to Vietnam uh, during this period. So I thought I cannot get lucky all oh, the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Good answer. Yeah. so that's why I was like, fine, I've done this before. I can do this again. And um, I mean, my friends in Europe, they suffered for a very long time. So I should be grateful that I was able to come to Vietnam, travel for five months, mm. backpack from south to north. So yeah. I cannot complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. yeah <laughs> so yeah. you're like, okay, that's just like one tiny little bad thing, but it's okay. I'm still exactly. lucky and yeah. grateful. Yeah. And this is great. Juicy. This is so strange to first to, to be able to speak like this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> I uh, think we lot. haven't made for like... <laughs> so long. Like, I mean, the confinement in itself was not great. I think the fact that, uh, you know, I had systems in place and I've worked so hard on those systems for the past two years to get out of my addiction, really paid dividends during this lockdown. I, I was so grateful that I went through that time in my life to be like, okay, I know what self-care is. I know what mental health is. I know what good routines are. And I can live with myself. Mm. Before this, like three years ago, you would have done this to me. I would have hurt myself because I wouldn't be able to care about myself. I'm quite happy also to see the sense of community in Vietnam is quite incredible. Like... Well, obviously, we don't have the right to protest or anything like this, but I yeah. felt, I, re I really felt the sense of community. Even in this building, like, you know, people like gather around. There was people that were doing, bringing food from everywhere and then, you know, hustling yeah. it around. Mm -hmm. And like, and the prices weren't too expensive or anything like this, yeah. but there, there was this common understanding of the situation we were in. Mm -hmm. And then my girlfriend also, I, I feel like back in the days, if you would have put me locked down in my apartment with the girl, I was so toxic at that point that she would have Kill gone you. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like she would have like Cooked gone you. mad. I was just so like, in, in Vietnamese, you said, nyom I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's like just being yeah. a kid. I was just an emotional, mm. toxic kid. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like, so, and uh, and this time, like, no, we had we had some good routines. So I'm, I'm quite, quite happy. Yeah. And now I'm, I'm quite anxious, actually. I really have yeah. to be really aware of who I'm, sharing my energy with now and so it's I'm, i'm i'm scared when the cafes and the restaurants are going to actually reopen for me mm. it was also really strange like okay now i can go out uh, yeah, yeah but <laughs> for what for what yeah for what it's yeah, like yeah. i don't need the social impact that this is all gonna have is quite it's quite incredible like you know because i i know some people it, it's saying like how the american system or the western way of life is a little bit weird i feel like a lot of vietnamese young professionals open their eyes a little bit like oh fuck i'm entering the system that i don't want to be in like it's not helping me at all so yeah. I, i can but see a lot of people came back to their hometown yeah, actually yeah, and yeah. they are not coming back to the city yet but Weird. for me it's interesting was to see like how it was in europe and also here and it was really nice that you mentioned to see the community aspect because mm -hmm. um or maybe because i didn't speak dutch in amsterdam mm -hmm. uh but the the community of like kind of helping the people in need mm -hmm. it was i felt like it was so much stronger in vietnam so when it happened yeah. i see facebook groups where people yeah. like supported the community mm. with food uh -huh. even with money mm -hmm. or with other equipments that let's yeah. say doctors need so that was really actually yeah. nice and heartwarming yeah. uh, to see how it is uh, in vietnam and 
For me, to be honest, it was really good that COVID happened last year because I learned how to slow down. And I think Vietnam also maybe needed this kind of slowing down, like, mm-hmm. you know, get back sure. to yourself, reevaluate your life, what is really important mm-hmm. for you. And it really brought out, I felt like, many things from people in Europe at least. And I mm-hmm. think in Vietnam as well, it's going to bring out a lot of insights mm-hmm. on how should we actually live our life. Mm-hmm. You don't But realize how much you miss nature until oh, yeah. lockdown happens. And then many people, like also in uh, Europe, went back to the countryside, decided to work mm-hmm. remotely, full time and be close to nature. So let me reintroduce the episode. I think it was really important to talk about confinement. But I think that you've... Uh, heard some new voices <laughs> very sexy accent from hungary <laughs> uh, so this episode is going to serve as a transition episode <laughs> where we're going to be saying officially goodbye to dana that is gone she's back in america right now we're going to be that. shout out to dana yes we <laughs> have three big points that we want to uh, talk to you beautiful people out there which is some of the changes in our branding Also, we were going to be introducing that beautiful accent that just joined our team, which is Moni. And then after this, we're going to have also a little segment where we're going to be saying goodbye to our extraordinary co-host, Nico. Mm. And so stick with us. We'll go through all those points one by one. So the first one that I wanted to talk about is the change of branding. So we've decided with Moni, we've uh, actually, Moni has joined the team for the past month. Now we've met behind the scenes a couple of times she met with Dana and so we've discussed that we wanted to bring uh, creators in Saigon um, to a more national aspect and change the name actually to creators in Vietnam there is no okay, easier way to say ex- it explain the name maybe first the name yeah why we decided to change the official version is that we wanted to open up to creators all over the country and we had actually for the past years that we, we've been host we had a few people that contacted us from Hanoi from Hue from Hoi Yang from Da Nang we also wanted to hit all of the English speaking creators in Vietnam And it made sense mm. for us to just open up. Why not? Mm. And then during the confinement too, we started doing Zoom interviews and it wasn't that bad. It's not the best. I, I prefer 100% a live interview, physical ones. But if we can actually have quality interviews yeah. with valuable guests from all over the country, then why not? Mm. I think Creators in Saigon was was great. But I felt like a lot of people outside of Saigon wanted to join and wanted to have that type of interview, which was very personal, vulnerable. We have that creators in Saigon style now that I want to bring to creators yeah. in Vietnam. And uh, hopefully it would like, inspire others as well, like in other regions. And then with this reach, like we can reach out to different profiles of creators. Like It could be that the creators in uh, Hanoi are different mm. or in a way bring a different aspects of creativity to the podcast so that's gonna be very uh, nice and as well like we not only reaching out to experts but we also want to interview uh, locals uh, Mm -hmm. as well in other regions of course we're gonna conduct them in english yes but we still we don't want to make it (laughs) exclusively for experts yes yeah true yeah it could be a new i mean like honestly i think it's a good choice as well because Vietnam yeah. in itself, I mean, Saigon is a big part of Vietnam, definitely. But yeah. there is so many more people out there that can, you know, yeah. relate to definitely. different things. They can show us different yeah. stuff. We can go yeah. to different cities. 
Very uh, true. Yeah, it's good. Just to make it wider, maybe we should call it creator of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then if I, I would love that. That's the face. That's the face. All right. So this is the the first topic that we wanted to approach with uh, y'all. So we're we're gonna be transitioning very slowly. I don't know, not so slowly actually November I think it's going to be on we're going to be creators in Vietnam so be ready to see the changes in uh, in the branding but do not worry it's going to be still very much our style of interviews and what we mean by creators is people that are creating a social impact and a positive changes in their community mm. so that's very specifically what we decided on yeah uh, we want to hear their stories to actually inspire the community yes. and anybody out there you to, to just do what you want to do and yes. be your own creative self. Nice. Yes. So let's go to the second point that we wanted to introduce to you today, which is Moni. 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 Hey, everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Moni, which is the shorter of Monica. But in Hungary, you don't say Monica unless you are angry with that person. So that's why I go by the name Moni. Okay. So yes. we better not call you Monica unless we are angry. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, and it's Moni, not money, like French people say. <laughs> <laughs> Moni, okay. They correct me every time I say it wrong. It's like I have to be trained. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. My mentor was French, and um, I got used to her telling me Moni. <laughs> but it's also kind of have this meaning of like richness, you know. So. Richness. Okay, money. Okay, <laughs> ah, I see. Yeah, I didn't make the money, connection. Okay, yeah, yeah money. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Moni, please let us know why you're joining. Let us know everything about you. Well, everything you want. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> well, let's say let's just I'm going to focus on a, a little pitch, like kind of. Yes. So um, I'm Hungarian Vietnamese, so I'm that overseas Vietnamese category. I was born in Budapest and grew up over there, but I always had a connection with Vietnam. So every three years I would come to Vietnam to visit my grandparents in Hue. But I mostly stayed in Hue. So for me, Saigon is a completely new experience. So it's a whole new world. In Budapest, I stayed there like until my bachelor's and I moved to Amsterdam to do my master's degree and stayed there another four years. So in total, I spent there five years and... After that, I felt like I want to try something else and I want to live somewhere else before I know where I want to live. And I had this just instinct, like, I want to go to Vietnam. So I decided to move to Vietnam in the middle of the pandemic. Everybody was just like, are you sure? It's not the right time. I don't know. And I'm just like, <laughs> no, I want to do it. So I first backpacked across Vietnam and then I knew that I want to go to Saigon because I heard about the entrepreneurial scene and then how energetic this city is. And I came to Saigon like this year, April. And that's how I learned about creators in Saigon. That was one of the first podcasts that I started to listen. And it really inspired me to yeah, I can be a creator as well. Really? And then there are so many people out there who just like, like me, just trying out. And you don't, you realize you don't have to know everything to mm. actually start something on your own. True. Um, so that's how it leads to me to when I saw that there's a spot in Creators in Saigon. I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it a try. I don't know how interesting I am, but... <laughs> 
let's give it a shot. So I applied and here I am. Mm, yes. <laughs> and I'm really excited. I forgot to tell that I started to do life coaching for <laughs> three, yes. four months now. And I really enjoy, enjoy it and it really see that how it makes an impact. And through this podcast, I also just want to be an encouragement for others to do what they love to do. And what the usual topics that I'm going to bring to the table is like also kind of similar what Dana brought as well, but also what you see and Nico also representing is basically mental uh, health and balance, spirituality, even productivity, maybe entrepreneurship and women health as well. What type of life coaching are you doing? I'm doing life purpose coaching. Mm, what um, is that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, I realize that many people don't know what purpose is yeah. about. And it sounds really like a buzzword or a cliche. It seems to be like something unattainable, something ah, like a, yeah. a higher level of enlightenment like when you have a purpose. <laughs> yes, yes, but actually, purpose doesn't have to be like that. It's more about like who you are as a person authentically and find the love that you want mm -hmm. through within yourself rather than uh, mm -hmm. trying to fit in to any mm -hmm. kind of box. So my mission is really about like get back into yourself, your intuition, who you are, what you want and design a life based on your talent, your gifts mm -hmm. and um, instead of being someone else yeah. and find happiness mm -hmm. from within life design yes, yes. this good. is quite interesting and i'm hoping that if you're listening to this that you're more interested to know about moni because we'll have a full episode about her mm -hmm. so we'll have a we'll give her the creators in saigon treatment let me repeat also like for me since i'm not a woman the uh <laughs> the topic of woman health was really important to keep within the 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 core foundations of creators in Saigon. And uh, I felt like I wasn't the most suited, like the, alone to talk about this. So woman health, so <laughs> cycle thinking, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not as good as Dana or, or you at this point to talk about that, but I really want to keep talking about those things. Oh, I love it. So if you're listening to this and you want to talk about this, come and be interviewed by us. Yeah. Yes. Oh. So Moni, anything else that you want to add in your little introduction here? Well, I will probably tell you more yeah. in the next episode. Now I'm just like going to leave it here. All right. So then we can move on to the next point, which is goodbye, Nico. Goodbye. <laughs> Alice, salut, bye -bye. Thank you. Bye. All See right. You. So that's, that's <laughs> the next step of the big transition. We had to say goodbye to Dana. And, uh, but Dana is going to be forever in our hearts. And now also Nico <laughs> has decided to move on from the podcast for yeah. now, maybe. I don't know. But Nico, do you want to tell us more about mm. the reason why? Yeah. So um, I, I don't necessarily want to leave, I would say. The first reason I told you was that I feel like the podcast is not really aligned with what I'm doing now and, and how things are going at, at the moment. But in retrospect, after four months of confinement and thinking about it as well, okay. one of the things that came out is exactly one of the things that you said in your introduction is like you came here with a motivation to, you know, bring something on the ta uh, to the table and uh, eventually, you know, start sharing about this and, and, and doing all these things. And I realized that 
somehow I lost my purpose in, you know, helping people and what I was doing. And I was not really seeing the connection with, you know, hosting interviews, having people on the show all the time and related to the questions I was asking to them. Yeah. Like I was not feeling really helpful actually at some point. And I think it's related to the reason why we do podcasts. At some point, everything that we do is a small piece of, you know, finding happiness and yeah, yeah, being yeah. Ha- being happy yeah. or all these things, right? And I was like, this is still something I enjoy doing, but this is not something that really makes me, you know, super happy to to do or that doesn't contribute as much as it should. Because when you have people in front of you, uh, you want to be 100%, you know, mm-hmm. you want to help them to share a story, you want to be present 100%. And I was realizing that I was interested, obviously, I was... Um, happy to have them but not entirely happy to be me asking them mm. the questions and and not feeling comfortable really mm. in that in that position yeah. it's like we we don't have to do things because we have to do it like exactly like you said yeah. it's like we uh, money like we 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 have the right to change you know our mind and the, and, the, and pass and uh, i'm still going to be pushing creators in saigon definitely at least you know staying in the community i think Creators in Saigon is, you know, bringing something on the table for all the creators in in Saigon, in Vietnam now. And I'm part of them as well. So I'm happy to actually, you know, stay in touch, but um, definitely going to be less able to stay involved the Mm -hmm. same way I was every week or every two weeks. This Mm -hmm. is quite nice. It's a good reminder for us. You know, trying is the most important. We've just started, me and Nico just started this actually just last year. Mm -hmm. Like our first episode together was the same time last year. Mm -hmm. And we didn't know what was going to come out of it. And like for you to go and try and then make your mind on it. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I've tried. (laughs) It was great. Mm -hmm. And there's many lessons out of that. And this is where I am today. And yeah, I'm allowed to change my mind, allowed to be like, okay, that's Mm -hmm. it. And And there is one thing I want to add also on, on this. It's like, one thing I've realized as well by doing this for a year is somehow I feel like um, when I look at the three of us, like Dana, you, and and me, well, Dana was, it was he, the, the baby, like Dana's baby, right? Yeah, yeah. And we just like somehow gave it a second season, I would say, mm-hmm. yeah, like uh, with different dynamics and everything. And I was seeing actually uh, you, Tracy, more um, finding your spot, actually, completely aligned with... These, this, this exercise of, you know, inviting people, getting, mm-hmm. get them to speak, like a lot of episodes that you have done and conducted. When I was seeing that, I was like, oh yeah, like he's definitely, you know, he has found his perfect spot. I would yeah, say, oh, yeah, yeah. at least I'm, like you look, you know, a lot more comfortable and you look a lot more happy to do it than I am. It's also a reminder that we also have to reprioritize, let's say, our life. Mm. Like we have like a certain amount of time and resources in our life. And yeah. and if we always like want to do everything, we can get a burnout. But mm-hmm. then we have to get to a point like letting go of something to actually make space for something new that mm. actually beneficial more for your life than yeah. at the moment. So it's completely fine. Yeah, true. I'm, 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 so I'm, true. I'm very happy. I see Nico also turning out more articles right now and i think he wanted to be a blogger from yeah day one. <laughs> I like and so yeah it. so like and i see the quality of those articles and i'm like yeah it makes sense for it it like the outcome of all of this makes sense i'm a talker you're a writer since i met him he's been really good at writing and mm. at putting ideas into paper 
So I'm I'm quite excited that actually you're repurposing this time yeah. for something that you had your mind set on like since a couple years ago already or more uh, actually. So it's quite exciting. I'm very happy. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're not following Nicolas' blog yet, <laughs> what is your blog? <laughs> Nicolastan.com <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. happy I found this domain. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great because it, every medium counts, and I'm excited. Mm. You're having an article about meditation that comes out, and for me, it's like we're documenting in different ways now our life. But I mean, me and Nico were working quite closely together at the beginning of COVID uh, mm. last year, and and our life were all over the place, <laughs> and like we had those ideas and all those things, and we've we started... were about to become millionaires. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like our systems through notions, they were nothing at that time, and yeah. and and, and to they see were the just evolution, the yeah. yeah, to see the evolution of this, and now that you can document this as you want it on, in blogs, and like we have results that are like really tangible, and, and mm. I'm, I'm very happy, man. Yeah, it's, uh, thank so you. So I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good we luck, We do it Nicole. for fun. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, and good luck to you guys. And of course, like all this one year experience, I want to. I want to reshape it. I want to transform it. I want mm -hmm. to share these things as well, especially for money who is joining in and all the future guests who will, you know, mm -hmm. uh, be here. Like there, there is definitely things, you know, that, that can be happening in the future as well. So yeah. uh, we, we definitely shall stay in touch yeah. for sure. Again, I'm not here to... I'm, you're part of the family. Dana is part of the family. And mm. we've, it was good to have that episode with Quinn uh, last time. It was yeah. really interesting it's to fun. see all the different, yeah. the different seasons, the different flavors of creators in Saigon slash Vietnam. So what can we expect from you next in a few months, Nico? Since this is your goodbye, tell us mm. what you have for the end of the year. Maybe some of your 2022 goals so the audience can still follow you. Yeah, so I'm writing every day now, every morning try to keep this habit. I'm, I'm actually building this habit of writing every morning. This helps me to... I'm writing and I'm posting on my blog. So I'm not posting every day as I wish because obviously there is some technical things to do. But at least every day I'm sitting on at my desk. It's part of my mor morning routine at the moment. It's interesting because I've learned so many things thanks to you know living in Vietnam, being from France... Um, having a hostel and a, a business, uh, or trying having trying many business as well, different ideas, many that failed obviously, um, and also having you know s some connections with other entrepreneurs and and so um, there is always topics and questions that we ask ourselves, even though we are not just starters. I've been eight or nine years in the business and I'm still having doubts and mm -hmm. you know anxieties and and things that I don't control. And I wish I could control. So this blog is about these questions that we have as entrepreneurs uh, during our, our entire journey. And so one of my you know biggest wish would be to you know be this support system for entrepreneurs, f not just from the start, but you know every time they have a new chapter. Yeah. Because you you start something that's your biggest challenge, right? But then it starts to work, and then one thing happens and it fails, and then that's your second biggest challenge, and then you have this thing happening and it's another one, and it's always this going back to the same, you know, obviously uh, things, you know, like some things you don't know, you cannot know, something you forgot to anticipate, a mistake, like clearly you fucked up something. <laughs> uh, there is other things, you know, related to um, like COVID happened, like you cannot anticipate those things, right? And so all entrepreneurs are facing those things. It's a repetitive, you know, somehow mm. cycle. And that's what I've been going through. Lucky, unlucky, I don't know. But at least I have experience with that. And I'm trying to, 
raise those questions, push some answers. It's not, you know, the full picture answer because obviously I don't have the answers to everything and I'm still learning in the process as well. But that's, I guess, a conversation opener based on a true experience, mm -hmm. something that I'm giving advice on or something that I'm trying to, you know, bring value on to those questions that people may have. And my best wish is that people rely, rely to it. And yeah, to have great conversations with great people who are also part of Creators mm -hmm. in Saigon, obviously. It's such Very a good. nice mission, Nico, really, yeah, because these you. people need to feel that it's normal. Yeah. <laughs> it's not normal to feel that way. Yeah, true. We, we fear to ask for help. Uh, that's one of the biggest mm. fear that we have. And why, you know, like... Yeah. Let's be vulnerable a little bit. Obviously, you don't have to say everything when you ask for help. You can mm -hmm. ask, and it depends to who you ask for help as well. Yeah. So. Knowing who to ask for help yeah. is an essential yeah. skill. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But usually the people that can help, they're very happy to help. Mm. And that's something that I'm still teaching in myself in yeah. my life to ask for help and just not to be afraid of it. I mean, usually when someone asks for help for me i'm so happy I'm like yeah i can help you yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i got <True>. this <laughs> when you ask to the honestly like usually if you are fearing of asking for help usually it's because you have asked the wrong person or, or you've yeah. you've spoken to the wrong person I, for mine was it was nourished by a, a big fear of rejection the insecurities mm, but like yeah. I don't know I'm gonna get rejected but at, at some point you meet people on your journey uh -huh. that you know they don't care about your fear of insecurities and yeah. they just give you the answer and you're like oh that was easy <laughs> <laughs> and also this ego talk like oh I should know this I should know how to do yeah. this like and yeah. I'm not doing good enough so I should yeah. why should I ask for help it's just for like sure. also like a muscle like kind of get used to that insecurity get used to the feeling of insecurity mm. and get used to the feeling of talk to someone about your insecurities <laughs> <laughs> yes anything else Nico no I think I'm happy very good Moni do you want to send out to the universe like the type of like guest that you want to interview and like you want to you know say something about that or what your hopes for creators in vietnam the type of people we want on this podcast are any ambitious creators out there who want to make a positive impact and already done a positive impact not only in their community but also in their own life so we want to make this podcast very human for our listeners to really understand that even though you let's say you made something great in your life it doesn't mean that we all figured it out it just means that we took a leap of faith and did it anyway very good so mm. if you identify yourself as one of those uh, creators we welcome you come and say hi yes, yes. very good All right. I think uh, what you can expect for the next few ones is going to be, we're going to be interviewing you, Moni. So that's the next episode yeah. that is coming out. I know we have a couple of other guests that we wanted to interview. I think Connor is coming up too, and I'm very excited to physically interviewing him. That's going to be fun. And then you can expect slowly until the end of the year to have a few guests from outside of Saigon. Finally, I'm quite happy. I'm happy to be back on the mic. I'm happy to have Moni part of the team. I'm happy that Nico is Living. following his heart. <laughs> uh, if you have any questions for us, don't hesitate to leave it in the comment section to follow us, obviously. And then if you have any questions for Moni, send us the questions and we'll slowly trickle those questions in the interviews. Whether it's uh, on Facebook or... Mm -hmm. 
email or any other channel. Yeah. Welcome to the team, Moni. Welcome, Moni, and uh, see you guys for the next episode. Thank All you right. so much. Cheers, I'm so guys. excited. Bye. Bye bye bye.